We got a good show for you today. Today we have Brady Heastan. He's a UFC Bantamweight fighter. He was the Ultimate Fighter Season 29 finalist, and he's got a fight coming up soon. Thanks for coming on. All right, so, you know, I got to ask, like, my first question, you know, I ask a lot of athletes this, but, like, do you ever, like, pinch yourself and you think, man, I'm, like, fighting the UFC? I mean, that's got to be, like, the coolest thing ever. For sure. Yeah, no, it's definitely been my dream ever since I was, like, 14. You know, I started doing jujitsu when I was 14 and watching these guys make money and make uh, a living doing this was always, like, my inspiration. So the fact, after I got on the Ultimate Fighter, I was like, I made it. And then I got my first UFC fight and I won. And I'm like, I made it. So every every time I, every experience I have with the UFC is just another I made it moment. So yeah. And it's also like so new to you. So I, I guess you're like still in that phase where everything's just like, I don't know, you're like, uh, it's just like so cool because like you're just learning, you're experiencing new things every day. For sure. Yeah. Like traveling down, like I just went on a month long trip to Vegas and trained at some of the big gyms down there. And so that was a new experience for me being down there for so long training with those guys like I got I trained with Marab every day you know like uh, Vince Morales even got some rounds in with like Patchy Mix he's yeah. a million dollar Grand Prix for Bellator and then even like uh, uh me and uh, Dominic Cruz trained for an hour straight just grappled each other so you know training with these legends I see on TV and you know competing with them was just unreal yeah so one of my questions I wanted to ask was like how'd you get the name Bam Bam yeah, so I don't uh I I guess you're into me because I'm a young guy. You know, I've always been the young guy in the gym. I you know, I like I said I started when I was 14. I had my first MMA fight when I was 16. Yeah. Um so I was always the little guy, you know, like Bam Bam from the Flintstones, the the young baby of the group, but I was always really strong and I loved just picking people up and slamming people and smashing shit and so they just call me Bam Bam. Dude, your shirt I saw on millions. I'm I'm getting one. That's like that's hard. I like the one where you're like, yeah, you know, that's sick. Um but shout out to shout out to my uh training partner uh his girlfriend kaya she's uh she's in college actually right now she's about to graduate with a graphic design degree and she did she did my t-shirt so shout out to kaya and yeah she's a savage yeah no that was awesome um uh, so you talked about ultimate fighter what was it like being on that dude it was an, it was a weird experience you know before that because i got on when i was 21 before that the longest i'd ever been away from you know home with my family was like a month and I still had my phone. So I was talking to him. So being on the show for two months without any communication with them was, that was really tough. It was kind of a weird, like growing up experience. Um, but it was, it was a cool experience. Obviously I got to train with like the legend Volkanovsky. Yeah. I got to see how him and his team does things. So it literally taught me a lot about, you know, how, how I should run my career. Yeah. I saw a photo with him. You still stay like in contact with him. Yeah, yeah, he, he messaged me before every one of my fights. I messaged him before his, you know. We're still talking. If I ever go down to Australia, I know I got a home at his gym. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, During that experience, what was, like, the biggest thing you learned from being on that? Uh, being on the show? Was yeah, probably just, like, the, in fighting you know, everyone, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, the biggest thing I, I learned for myself was the fact that I can compete with these guys. Because before that, I'd only fought on, you know, in my small town of Spokane, and I never fought a guy from, like, a big gym, you know. And uh, so, you know, competing against these guys, I already – I knew it in my heart, but it was just validation. Like, when I went out there and I beat Josh, who, you know, had a five-round fight with Marlon Mora Mor Morales in his prime, and then I went and I beat Vince Murdoch in the first round, and he's from Team Alpha Male. Once I won those fights, it was like – oh yeah, I can compete and I can be the best one day.
Yeah, so no. the biggest thing I learned from the show is just the confidence. Yeah, and it just grows with, I guess, each fight. So, like, you're a part of UFC Fight Night. It's, like, 222, right? It's con- Correct, yeah. Right, yeah. That's because I saw, like, on the thing, it was, like, April 15th, and it was, like, 22nd. But, like, what's the process, like, for you finding a fight? Yeah, so I, I got a management. So I'm, I'm with uh, Jason House and Iridium. Great people. You know, the best managers in the game. And so they... They talked to Sean Shelby, the matchmaker, for me, and they just shoot me a message, be like, hey, do you want this fight? It's against this dude. We talk about it. We discuss it. And then I sign a contract, and then we're off to the races. Yeah. So what do you expect from – you're fighting uh, – I'm going to mess the name up, but it's Dana Batgetti, right? So what do you expect from that? It's actually Dana Batterell, I believe. Okay. But so I could be butchering it too. Okay, yeah. So but what do you expect from the fight? <laughs> You know, he's he's a good brawler. He comes out with heavy hooks. He's got, you know, a bunch of knockouts on his record, and uh, he's a tough dude. You know, he hasn't been put away except for one time by Chris Gutierrez. Um, so I'm expecting a war. I'm expecting uh, him to come out, try to take my head off, and me to, you know, negate all that, and then maybe take him down, choke him out, or land my own knockout punch. Yeah, no. But I'm, I'm expecting a finish. You know, I want to finish maybe second or third round. Yeah, no. Uh yeah, so when you're, like, leading up, you know, obviously, you know, close to the fight, how do you, like, run your camp? Yeah, so, like I said, last month I was in Vegas. So when I'm down there, I train on, uh, you know, their MMA schedule, and then we run our own practices. But back here in Spokane, you know, I have my routine. I wake up, you know, I have my breakfast, all this stuff. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I go work out with my strength conditioning coach, Dylan Lemery. We, we get that work in, um, and then I will usually do – Monday through Friday, I train MMA at night at Sick Jitsu. And oh. then, so Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday and Saturday, I'll go and do jujitsu during the day. And then I'll sprinkle in mitts throughout once I'm feeling it. And every day I'm not, uh, every day I'm not doing strength conditioning, I'm going for a little bit of a run as well. Yeah. So I keep uh, myself pretty busy. Yeah. My buddy who he fights MMA, he wanted me to ask you this like, what, what weight do you walk around and like, what do you cut, like, try to cut weight to? Okay, so that's a good question, and it's always changing because, like I said, I got an Ultimate Fighter when I was 21, mm-hmm. and I've been fighting at 135 since I was 16. So I've slowly got bigger, but I've been staying at 135. So, like, this last uh, this last time out, I got up to 162, and so that was the biggest I got. Yeah. After I had ACL surgery, I got up to 168, but usually I get up to, like, 162, yeah. you know, 163. That's where I, like, walk at. When I get into camp, I like to diet down to between 147 and 149. Mm-hmm. And so I'll diet down to there, and then I'll do the rest in water. So it's like a 12, you know, 11 to 13-pound water cut the last week. Okay. So like, what what are you, like, eating during that cutting? Are you just... Yeah, so, uh, you know, luckily the UFC is, you know, great with us, and they send us these icon meals. And so they're, like, prepackaged meals with, like, you know, sweet potatoes for the carbs, you know, maybe rice or um, – and then some vegetables and then just lean meats like chicken and, you know, salmon and stuff like that. So that's what I'll have for lunch. My girlfriend, she's an amazing cook, so she'll make me, like, some low-carb, you know, fajitas and yeah. and just, you know, some salmon and just stuff like that for dinner. And then every morning I usually just have a couple eggs, some, you know, natural sugar-free bacon, and then just some Dave's Killer Bread. Yeah, so – I was like this. The only reason why I'm asking this next question because I was watching Creed yesterday and I was hearing the walkout song. Do you have a walkout sound a song planned yet? Yes, I do. I got it's called Elevate, 
by it's a weird name it's like uh starts with a y but yeah it's elevate i like that song it gets me pumped up yeah no that, that's sweet um so uh, talking off you know ultimate fighter do you want to rematch with ricky 100 percent. i've been call, i've been talking to my team my team's like forget about ricky he's not worth it blah 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 but yeah one day you know i want that rematch with ricky one because i, I think i won the fight yeah two i fought him without an acl so i, I fought him injured coming off the show because i tore my acl the first week i was on the show so i wasn't even at my 100 percent. you know no yeah. no excuses like he won he yeah. he it was a close fight and it could have gone either way i shouldn't have let it get that close but i want to run that back for sure i think it's too close for what was on at stake i think we need deserved a fourth round yeah also you get you know your redemption there um so this yeah. one this one's this one's for me so my buddy I I literally just went in the gym like two weeks with him. Never fought MMA before. He's trying to get me into it. What's the best piece of advice you can give to me? Best piece of advice? Yeah, Ooh, that's a good one. If you're just like, what are you are you trying to get a fight soon, or are you just trying to? What's the best advice? To I'm learn just with? trying to learn. Like I'm learning like everything. I, I have no experience. So like I, I play I play college tennis. I literally am not a fighter at all. I'm he's literally just getting me in the gym. Like trying to I'm learning everything right now. Yeah, just honestly, the biggest thing for you right now is just have an open mind and just consistency. There's like, everyone's like, what do I do? What I, And the, the main thing is just showing up. You know, eventually you'll start getting it. You'll pick up on things and eventually I'll come around. And sometimes you'll plateau and then you'll get all, you know, down. You're like, why the fuck am I not getting better? Yeah. Just keep going. Just keep going. And eventually it'll all start working out. Yeah. So this, I always like doing this. It's like, it's funny. So I like look up someone's like a random fight from a long time ago. See if you like remember this. So what do you know about the Thunder and Lightning Pro-Am? It was in Lewiston, Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one, uh, that was my second amateur fight, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah that was, that was a good one. It was, it's funny yeah. because my coach, it's funny. I was just looking at that fight the other day. It's funny because my coach at right now, he wasn't my coach at the time, Rick Little, uh, refed that fight of mine. So that was that's funny because I actually he refed that fight and I won that fight. I think in the yeah, first it was round a rear naked choke. Yeah, that's funny. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that one. That was my second fight. I think I was seventeen, and yeah. So my current coach now that I didn't know at the time, Rick Little, cor- uh, refed that fight, and uh, I remember. Yeah, because at that time, all I had known was jujitsu. I wasn't that good with my hands. So I remember him just punching me and me just slip the punch, grab him, take him down, jump on his back and choke <laughs> him out. I think it was like two minutes or something. No, yeah, that, that's so funny that like you, it came up. Um, so I saw, see it's like the, the Clearwater River and Casino you in Idaho. Where's the weirdest place you've fought at? Mm, that's a good question. I think the weirdest place, honestly, probably was this place in uh, Seattle. It was my, I think it was my second to last amateur fight or my last amateur fight. It was again, and it was, it was crazy because it was, uh, I had to take a ferry across the uh, the canal to get to yeah. the casino I was fighting at. And so it was cool. Like I, I was cutting weight. And so I had to get to like 140. It was a catch weight. And we drove all the way from Spokane, which was like six hours to Seattle. And then we had to take like a 30 minute ferry to this casino. And then I fought. That's uh, that's crazy. Um, so the last yeah. one, I don't, I don't want to like take up too much of your time. We, I always finish off with this. So when your career is over, 
like down the line, long time from now, how do you want to be remembered? You know, I want to, I want to make a legacy like, like this. I'm so young in the sport right now, but I'm not getting any younger. So my goal is to make a legacy that, you know, is remembered for a long time. I want to be known as one of the greatest martial artists in the UFC, one of their champions for a long time. So yeah, that's the name I want to leave. I want to leave the name as a good guy, you know, uh, fucking entertaining yeah. and a fucking savage. Yeah. yeah well, well, Bray, I really appreciate it. One day I'm going to come out to one of your fights. I really appreciate it and stay in touch, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, brother. I appreciate it.